lift off and the clock has started. Life, dude. This is episode 268, recording on November 5th, 2023. <sighs> Unfortunately, I am not Zach Anderson. Last week, our G6 crashed on the tarmac. <laughs> Zach got sucked right into one of the engines. The morgue hasn't found all the pieces yet. <laughs> we're, we're, dude, we're trying to get them all together so we can cremate them, put them on the 30-yard line at the Raiders stadium like he always wanted, and he specifically said that in his will. So he wants me and Shannon to carry that out for him. So T's and P's, you know, he's not with us. But I'll tell you who is with us this week. You know, we're going to be talking about a little bit of, you know, a little BlizzCon, a little, you know, it's kind of a loose show. Zach's away, so a little anime hour talks going on. And to do that, I have with me Shannon. I dig trenches more. Woo! What's up, guys? Dude. How you doing? How are you <laughs> doing? So what, what trenches are you digging? Oh, so we're doing a remodel in the... Um in our garage we're turning our three-car garage into a work studio uh so all my 3d printing equipment all my like shit that like my wife doesn't want in the house is basically <laughs> just gonna go out there uh and live uh rent free um so you know i'm gonna have my uh all my anime posters and all all the, all my cool stuff like you know gonna cool put some stuff. shelves out there yeah all uh, my all megatron my cool shirts and my uh <laughs> hookups Boards Damn straight, my my hookup tech <laughs> deck, my hookup tech decks, and my uh, my hookup like uh, the actual decks that are gonna go out there. Yeah, you have to get some of the hooks to hang them on the walls and stuff mm-hmm. up in there. Decorate it up a little bit. It's gonna look like a legit teenager lives in there, but uh, but awesome. yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be so cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, to do that, um, there are some big things that are gonna go in there. They're gonna use a lot of electricity, so I had to um, put in a new electrical panel um, back there. And uh, we have to run a new electrical feed from the front of the house to the to the the garage now. So it was about a hundred. Uh, it was about a hundred and like twenty feet, I think, uh, to the garage. And uh, I my back like noped out of it, so I hired somebody to do the majority of the trenching. But then um, after they left, I decided I want to do some more. So this weekend I went out and did like five feet of trenching by myself. Dude, sounds um, like your moniker should have been Shannon Glutton for punishment more. <laughs> or like I do, I come in at the last minute and take all the credit. Um, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, it, yeah, my back's a little sore, but uh, but yeah, it, it's it's in some good shape right now. I'm pretty happy. Um, how are you doing this week, Justin? Dude, I've been doing pretty good, man, dude. Let me tell you, this year for Halloween, we did not really get very many trick-or-treaters. No way. Like, it was pretty, like, I mean, it kind of, it was weird. It kind of came in bursts. Like, it was really, I got out there at about, I'd say, six-ish to, Mm -hmm. uh, hand out candy and stuff. And, you know, a couple little kids came by, um... If you listened to our previous podcast where we we predicted the Halloween costumes of the year, 
I, I do want to go forward here. So I did see a Barbie and Ken mm-hmm. did come to the door. Um, nice. I did have some Mario and Luigi mm-hmm. come. So that was a good calls. Good calls. Did not see um, any Wednesday. Uh, did not see that. There was. I, I did see a Wednesday. Nice. Like I didn't. It was funny. I saw a lot of like little kids were dressed as skeletons. I don't know if that was like a big thing or not. <laughs> like I literally had like four or five like little boys as skeletons, which was that's rad. It was cool. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, I had a couple uh like Demon Slayer. Um, no people. way. That's like, cool. Little little uh you know Nezuko and then little like checkered. I, I always remember forget the fucking main character. He's like the worst. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Was it Tanjiro? Is that yes, yes, Tanjiro. Yeah, had a little Tanjiro. Um, but yeah, no, it came in like waves. Uh, it was getting to the point where it's like, dude, like we still like all these kids came. Whatever, Megan's like, how are we looking on candy? And I'm like, dude, I'm not even like halfway through like the first (laughs) bucket, like, and we still have all this extra whatever. So we got to the point, man. By like eight, dude, I was like handing two fistfuls of candy like this one kid came up and i shit you not dude he probably got at least 40 pieces of candy and he <laughs> just throwing candy at people walking by <laughs> yeah dude he was ecstatic like i like dropped it in there and you could see like he almost like dropped his like bag he was like whoa and his dad's just looking at me like shaking his head like bro what are you doing right now man uh, it's but, like look we don't we don't want this candy in our house so like you're gonna have to deal with it you have the kid it's fine yeah dude and it's like i loved doing that like for the little kids giving them like a, two fistfuls of candy and they were like ecstatic and then teenagers came around they're like oh bro like yeah if you want to get rid of your candy give it and i gave them like three pieces i'm like dude fuck off like you're not getting like i'd sooner throw it in the fucking garbage than give it to you man <laughs> The sliding scale of, like, Justin's candy giving out. This is just hilarious. I love it. Yeah. But, yeah, I was done by, like, nine. But what shocked me was my mom was messaging me while I was out there. And she was like, dude, have you been getting any trick-or-treaters? I'm like, yeah, you know, something coming up. Like, all in all, I probably got, like, 60-ish, like, Mm -hmm. kids and stuff. My mom got one. And she wow. had, like, three, like, big-ass bags of candy, <laughs> dude. And it's like, dude, she has to sit there now with all that candy. But luckily, it's like, dude, just hold it to next year, I guess. <laughs> like, Dude, as long as you don't open it up, I think you're fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, like, so my son, uh, so I, I made a uh, custom helmet for my son, a little jack-o'-lantern helmet um, for uh, thanks er, Thanksgiving, for Halloween. Um, and he, uh, so... He, he went to school with it on, did the parade. Like, the school was smart. They do the parade, like, first thing in the morning now. Remember, like, when we went to school, like, they did it at, like, recess or, like, lunch, like right before lunch? Yeah, your face paint's all worn off and shit Yeah, by it's, then. like, sweating like, and yeah. shit like Half that. Half your like costume's running. missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now they do it in the beginning of the school, right? So, like, you get there, you do, like, your morning assembly, and then it's, like, right, right off the bat parade. Um, so... Uh, there was a rule that said like you couldn't have your masks at school like after the parade was over. So my wife was there. Um, she took the uh, uh, the mask with uh, from him afterwards. But there was a vote like when the parade was going on, and he won for uh, funniest costume uh, because he had like his David S. Pumpkins uh, costume on from last year, and then he had the Jack O' Lantern head on. So everybody just thought he was just like super David S. Pumpkins. Um, so he got 
he got that, which I thought was pretty cool. So it's like my first award that I get to like write, like <laughs> next to the the pumpkin head, like funniest costume. Um, and so that was pretty cool. But by the end of the night, he was like over like wearing it, and he was just like, I don't want to wear it. It's you know, I, I, I don't, he was like worried that he wasn't going to see where he was walking. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went down to uh, like two blocks away from our house, and there's uh, a guy who works for a Pixar down there. And so he does his house up like in this huge like motif every year. So everybody goes to that street and it's basically for like three or four blocks. Everybody participates. So everybody's got decorations. Everybody hands out candy. Um, It's kind of a big production uh, and it's typically pretty safe in our neighborhood for that. So everybody goes there. So like nine, like like all the streets around us, like nobody does Halloween. Right. Everybody just goes to that one block. So we all go over there. He walks up and down. He gets like, I mean, people are over there handing out full size candy bars. Like they're tell, letting him like pick what he wants. Like there's this one house that's all set up for like a rave, and like they were handing out flashy bracelets and like rings and stuff. And like kids are walking around with like all this like, I mean, it's epileptic nightmare over there. Like they were just like do 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 do, and everybody's just like dancing around with like these crazy rings on and stuff. I was like, that's okay, cool. Then we get down to the Pixar house, and apparently the Pixar guy was like struggling this year to come up with a Pixar-related house. So he did Monty Python: Search of the Holy Grail, and like every time people were walking by, he had people with like coconuts that were just like clop 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 clop, and like you know, there were half of the people were like you know doing their own like horse motifs and like uh, galloping along with the people, and it was really cool. And then there were people that just didn't get it, and they were just like, "What's going on? What am I supposed to do here?" <laughs> That's and more like, for us than it is for the kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's exactly what it was. It's like the kids. Kids like, and that house was giving out, um, I think they were giving out like candy necklaces or whatever. So the kids were all like, candy necklaces, yes. And we're just like, Monty Python, yes. And everybody's like running around, like d- giving us their best lines and Im- imitations. It was, it was good. It was a good night. And then there was this one dude at the end of the street. He took one of those 12 foot tall skeletons and he cut, he like fabricated his own uh, bottom half to it and he made it a spider. So it was like a 12 foot tall, like half human, half like arachnid, like setup. And it was terrifying. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like awesome, it was. Though. Yeah. I was like, dude, I was like, you nailed it. And he was like, yeah, it took me like six months to make this, but uh, it was worth it. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's awesome. Like kids were like avoiding his house on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you did a good job is when you're scaring the kids. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus stopped by. There was what? a dude. Sta- <laughs> yeah, there was a dude standing out in the yard who was like kind of like sauced up, and he was just like, "Santa Claus is on vacation, boys and girls. I'm just checking to see how good everybody's gonna be tonight." And I was just like, "Wow!" I was like, I had to answer some questions about that, <laughs> you know. But son is like, "Why is Santa Claus here?" I was like, oh, "I don't know. He's confused." He's like, hey, "Kids, you got any hot ants? You give Santa their number, all right?" <laughs> no, he's like, like trying he... to live out bad Santa. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll go slide down the chimney, give them a visit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, hold, hold on, this bottle, kid. <laughs> yeah. Santa's had a little too, a little too much holly jolly. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was good. It was a it was a good holiday. Yeah. I keep I, you know it feels like so much has happened between Halloween and now um that i forget it happened on like tuesday <laughs> yeah yeah it literally happened not even a week ago mm-hmm. yeah uh, now you know i'm recording in the past and you're in the future like you know there's daylight savings has happened on the day that we recorded and it created some fun for justin and i because justin was like hey are we down to record at seven and i was like yes we are and here i am at like six o'clock and justin's like yo i'm on and i was like uh 
okay. <laughs> you know, send him a text message, LOL. Okay, I'm coming. And he's like, what's so funny? <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Why? Yeah, now I'm going to have to make sure, you know, when we do our text, asking what time we're recording, have to make sure I add the old mountain standard time or whatever prefix to the timetable <laughs> because, you know, I get mixed up. I forget that, you know, back in 1812, Arizona seceded <laughs> from California and abiding by any time codes. Ah, uh, yes, Justin. It, 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 the six months of the year you hate because, like, it's an hour later for you to record. <laughs> well, it just always throws me off. Like, the, the first time. Like, now going forward, it shouldn't be that bad. But it's always that initial time where, I, you know, I'm sitting there and it's, like, 7.14 my time. And I'm like, dude, where the fuck is everybody? <laughs> or I, I'll forget and then remember. And then I'm like, oh, god damn, it's not for, like, another hour. Yep, yep. It's, uh... It was funny. I got a good laugh out of it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there isn't too much video game news this week. The only thing I saw, I guess, you know, uh, Blizz, BlizzCon had their opening ceremony. A lot of World of Warcraft and Overwatch, which, you know, I, I'm surprised people still play Overwatch mm-hmm. uh, anymore. Uh, but... My big takeaway from it was, uh, you know, Diablo 4, getting the new expansion, Vessel of Hatred. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It arrives sometime late 2024. Uh, It's got new demons to demolish. There's going to be a new class. And it's one completely new to the series. So it's not a class that we've ever had before. But no word yet on what it is. Um, but I know, you know, you, with someone who just bought it on their Steam Deck to play, I'm sure you're stoked. I know Zach is going to probably dip into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I, you know, I was surprised because there was like a huge patch, um, this week. Uh, I mean, it was like a couple gigs worth of information. Usually, like, their patches are pretty small. I mean, it's like, you know, hundreds of megabytes at a time or something like that, but, this was um this was substantial. I mean, it took my it took me like twenty minutes to download it, so I was like, "Oh snap!" I'm like this is uh, this is big. Uh, so I thought you know they might have just kind of rolled it out already, but it just kind of seems like it, it was just a quality of life fixes uh, for the majority of the game. Uh, I am ecstatic uh, to play um, more Diablo as always. I mean, it's it's the game that you go to where you don't have to relearn everything, right? I mean, it's a very simple game um, to to play but it's just the uh skill trees that make it challenging right that make it a little bit more um detailed in the way that you play so you know to have a whole new uh expansion coming out the only thing that sucks to me is it comes out at the end of 2024 um so you're gonna have to find ways to keep people um invested in Diablo. I don't think that's going to be too hard for them. It kind of seems like they have a pretty steady following. But um, you're probably going to need these seasons that you're doing to be a little bit more uh, substantial and have a better carrot on the stick to keep people excited for Diablo in in December of 2024. Right, yeah. Especially since, you know, they don't really have, like, an actual release date for it. And it's like, yeah, you know, doing the seasons and stuff is, like, cool, but they might need to do a little little something more hefty kind of between then to not just pull a halo where you go radio silent for like eight months and then be like oh by the way that like 
you know, split screen, whatever co-op campaign stuff is finally coming. It's like, yeah, where the hell was this like two years ago, bro? Like no one's playing this anymore. Exactly. And like, you you need to let us know what that class is like prior to, I mean, I think that's going to help build hype for it. Um, it'd be interesting to see like, what do you have a, a preference as to what class you would like to see in Diablo? Man, that's like hard. <laughs> I almost think, I'm wondering, because if it's, like, Vessel of Hatred, like, if it's related to that at all, it would kind of be cool to, like, play as, like, I don't know, like, a demon or something like that. Like, do, like, some, like, Hellfire stuff. If they had a class that was kind of, like, a Belmont-ish mm-hmm. with, like, whips and flails and, you know, stuff like that, that would be really cool. Um... You know, I'm down for them to do, like, you know, something, like, weird. Like, yeah, give me something that's just, like, plays, like, nothing else that's just, like, strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about I you? think it would be pretty cool. I think it'd be pretty cool to see a Valkyrie, maybe. Okay. Like, some, that'd be cool. somebody like something with yeah. wings, like, flying around and stuff. Yeah, I mean, somebody who controls, like, you know, who basically is the person who takes like warriors that have pat that have died on the battlefield and like you know puts them to use um you know fighting other wars uh i think that would be pretty interesting because then you have like you know it's kind of like a necromancer but on the light side uh you know you could get away with some pretty like light type uh attacks with you know valkyrie i think it'd be pretty cool dude i'd be down if they uh if they added goku to diablo <laughs> that'd be bitching do your command mail wave like bunch of shit <laughs> like just ultra, teleport from one yeah, end of the map to the other ultra instinct behind the boss it's just like <laughs> you're like there that'd be awesome oh shit that'd be rad uh, yeah i mean it would make, like i mean that would make quick travel so fun um, <laughs> but just get on your horse and like actually fuck that just fly like just forget forget about uh, any type of traversal of the environment you just fly from one end of the map to the other Dude, if you're playing with, like, three other people, you do a spirit bomb, and it takes, like, half of your uh, co-players, like, MP, and you just summon, like, a huge wave and just crash it into everything. Oh, man. <laughs> like, half of the map is suddenly gone. <laughs> yeah, dude, Blizzard, get on this, dude. Like, make a deal with fucking whoever owns Dragon Ball. Funimation. Oh, dude, what if they... Uh... What if, since now this is, like, probably one of the, the first things that's going to come out uh, under, like, Microsoft's watch, like, they do it on, like, Games with Gold for, like, like a month before it's available anywhere else? Dude, that would be smart. That'd be really cool to, you know, be, like, do, like, the Halo thing, you know, where they're, like, huh, yeah, you want to play zombies before all your friends? You're going to get it on Xbox first. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll be you'll see a huge increase. That I mean that'll that'll drive a whole bunch of people to your to your service. Yeah, and usually they do the uh, what is it where like with if you do have Game Pass or like whatever they give you like the ten percent discount or whatever like when buying it. Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool. Like cover cover the tax basically while purchasing <laughs> it. Yeah, I was gonna say, did they come up with a price for it? Uh, I don't think so i'm imagining it's probably going to be like your typical 20 24 bucks or whatever mm. if i had to guess well, that's cool i mean you so you don't think because they're going to add that extra class that it's going to be more it'll be like a maybe like 34 i you know i don't know because it's like i know you know with 
with games going up to like the you know seventy dollar price range now, it wouldn't surprise me if like you know DLCs and season passes and like all that stuff have kind of been like thirty dollars for a while. And I honestly want to say they've kind of gone up to like thirty five at this point, but I wouldn't be surprised if you know it kind of made the jump along with that to you know well we're making the base game more why not make the additional content more as well mm-hmm. uh but yeah i guess really kind of just comes down to uh how substantial it is you know usually they also always do where they kind of re-release the base game bundled with the dlc and stuff like they did the reaper of souls and stuff that already kind of had like the dlc on it and stuff and it's always just like a little bit more or whatever so Hmm. but I'm, I'm down for it i'm here for it um good I, it's one of those where it's like i also kind of completely forget that like diablo 4 came out this year <laughs> it's been a busy year of games man like it is kind of insane yeah tell me about it uh well at least you know they're doing things right but let's talk about a company that's not doing things right so bungie <laughs> came Here out we this go. week yep. and said that they were going to delay uh, the next, uh, I guess, what is it? Um, what, uh, it the Destiny next series expansion? for Destiny? Yeah, the Destiny expansion. They said they were going to push it back for another year. And then right after they said they were going to push it back for another year, they said they were going to lay off about, like, what is this? Like, uh, I think they said, like, 500 people <laughs> in their company. Um, so that's pretty substantial. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, so yeah, it's, it's just a lot of people to be laying off when you have a game that you're trying to bring people into <laughs> in a well, franchise that's doing, it seems relatively well. Well, and so it's funny because, you know, my friend Troy works at Bungie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Monday he hit us up on the discord and he's like, man, so, uh, we're doing layoffs. So I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to have a job by the end of today or not. And Oof. throughout the day, like he ended up messaging us at like one and he's like, dude, he's like, somehow I survived the rounds mm. of layoffs, but yeah, Ooh. no, it, it's crazy. Like, I don't, it's one of those things too, where it's like, I know cause they're making, what is that other game that they during the PlayStation, I think, showcase or whatever, like, they announced that they're working on some other shooter game or whatever, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, Destiny 2 came out uh, 2017. So, it's been, <laughs> it's been around for... It's going on, you know, six years at this point. Uh, and, you know, we talked about, I want to say last week, where, you know, once a game goes from costing $60 to play to becoming free to play mm-hmm. and doing whatever. It just sounds like, I don't know, Bungie's kind of spent all of its good faith. Um, I know there's people like Megan who were really big fans of Destiny 1 and then weren't really big fans of the changes they kind of made to the game from 1 mm-hmm. to 2. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of people kind of fell off then um and just kind of i don't know i guess it just kind of seems like these dlcs aren't enough to it's either like to keep people engaged but i also know like a lot of uh the earlier dlcs like the raids the vault like whatever like required like big groups of people 
Mm-hmm. And I kind of think that's part of the problem too is with less people playing, like it might be harder to actually like do a lot of these challenges to get the gear you want or whatever to get these like drop rates that are super low on whatever legendary weapon you want. And you know, you need a squad of 10 people to do this and it's like none of your friends are playing it anymore. So you're playing with randos that aren't doing their part. You just kind of don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I played it, you know, with destiny one, I played destiny one a lot. Um, But by the time that game was at its finished state, there must have been maybe like three or four different currencies you needed just to upgrade weapons and armor and your character um, that I knew nothing about. Didn't know where to farm them anymore. Um, it didn't seem like the map had grown substantially enough for the different types of things that they were having you farm for. So it got repetitive and boring. Um, like you were saying, the uh the raids like it was like a four to five hour process like dude i'm old now i don't i got things i gotta do like i can't be going like in something for four to five hours and then it not be guaranteed that we complete it well yeah or if you do complete it you don't even get the fucking thing you wanted and it's like yeah cool well now i have to spend another five hours doing the same exact thing i just did to try and get my like lottery ticket to get the one item that i actually want yeah, I mean that that's rough. And like it didn't seem like they changed that for Destiny 2 while they said they tried to make it more single player friendly. It still seems like it's heavily vested in the rating. Uh and that is unfortunate. Um cuz there have been a couple times where Destiny's uh like the expansions have gone on sale for like super cheap on PlayStation or anywhere and I've been like oh man like I remember Destiny I had a lot of fun with Destiny I I would like to go back there and that price point seems interesting and intriguing but then like I remember all of that extra stuff you know all those extra currencies and then I get overwhelmed right like that's way too much way too much well and it's also hard because then when you do get that hank you're like oh man maybe it would be cool to go back to destiny and you go to download it and shit's like a hundred fucking gigs with all the dlc and stuff and it's like cool like let me uninstall every other fucking game on my playstation (laughs) to make room for this thing because it has the hard drive (laughs) space of like a fucking tower from 1998 dude it's like that uh it's like that me it's like that meme it's like um I'm gonna download uh, Destiny two and Modern Warfare is sitting over Call of Duty sitting over like the fuck you are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dude. Uh, speaking of Call of Duty, man, I don't know if you've been saying, man, dude. Modern Warfare three has been getting dragged through the fucking mud, man. Like even mm. IGN who accepts bribes for their reviews <laughs> gave it a fucking four. <laughs> like that. When the people who get paid to give you like eights. Are giving you fours, man. Like that's that's like a kick in the teeth right there. Yeah, uh, like I mean, and the one thing that's getting slammed is the story. Uh, you know, the, the story campaign is slow, and they feel it's unfinished. But I was like, isn't this is just a remake of the of the original game, right? I mean, isn't there a Modern Warfare three already? Like an old like OG one that they're just this is like a revamped re revisioning. Dude, I don't... The naming conventions are just so <laughs> fucked. Like, it was... I don't know who they paid to come up with the idea of... It was like, oh, yeah, let's just call this one that's, like, technically the fourth or fifth game or whatever, 
Modern Warfare, and then it goes to 2, and then whatever, and then they redid Modern Warfare again, instead of calling it something different, it was just called Modern Warfare again, but without the Call of Duty <laughs> 4 part, and it's like, dude, come uh. on, man, like, what are we doing right now? Uh, but, yeah, it's funny, because most of the time, you know, most Call of Duty people are just like, oh, dude, well, who gives a fuck about the story? Like, it's all about the online, it doesn't matter, and it's funny to hear, like, you know, the other side of the coin now where people were like, oh, what? dude, the story's only three hours. This is glorified DLC and you're charging <laughs> me $70 for it. And it's like, dude, when did Call of Duty players actually give a shit about the story mode in Call of Duty? When they got lives and they got old and they got yeah. bills to pay <laughs> and they don't have time to get good anymore. I mean, where's the lie, Shannon? Exactly. I mean, like, if it if it were up to me, if I had time to get good at that game, I'd be playing that game a lot. But no, I don't have time to play that game. Like, and that's the thing is, you need to know the maps. And you don't, if you don't know the maps, you're just gonna get shot up. And you know, it's just it's it's not worth it to me. It's not. It's so frustrating. Dude, uh, speaking of knowing the maps, uh, switching to another shooter game, dude. Is it kind of crazy that Fortnite's been around so long that they're going back to the OG map one now and all <laughs> the like old, you know, Fortnite bros and stuff are like, oh, dude, we're back, back in the prime, baby. Like all these people who like dipped out where they're like, dude, I'm getting sniped by John Wick and Kamehameha waved and I don't know any of these, you know, I don't have the Travis Scott <laughs> McNugget grenade or whatever. And then now they're like, oh. I know this map. I'm going back. We're going back, boys, to the golden age of Fortnite. I mean, I'm happy for them. Like that is that's got to be so fulfilling to a lot of people to be able to go back to a game that you spent so much time in and just enjoy it again. Uh, I always hated Fortnite just because of the building aspect. Like I really enjoyed like my time with Fortnite was spent in the no build mode. Like I love that portion of it because it's just more of a casual experience to me i don't i feel like call of duty is like way more like serious on itself and i think fortnite is a lot funner and brighter uh i enjoyed it a lot and i really miss out i really regret not getting the dragon ball stuff when it was there in the game um so yeah i like it i think fortnite's doing things things right over there i i gotta give them uh credit for for going back to that og map that being said, I do want to see what they do after that because I heard it's a short time event. I hear it's only like a month or something that they're keeping that map going and then they're going to go back into another season. So, Which I think is smart. Like, you know, that kind of, you know, brings all the people in that like want to play it, whatever. Like, I'm sure people spent a fucking lifetime on that first map anyway and they'll probably dust it off again at some point down the road. Like as like a nice little lull between seasons or whatever to give people something to do. Well, you know what happened is this last season was kind of uh, dumped on by like the Fortnite community. Like they didn't like the map. They didn't like the events. They didn't like the seasons. Like they didn't like, you know, some of the, uh, you know, schedules that they had been putting out. So I think this was just kind of like a way of being like, okay, fine. Like let's hit the reset button. Let's put this map out there that we know everybody likes. And then we have a month worth of time to really kind of just work on the next season, get, get everything lined up. They're all on Twitter. Like this season was mid. I got my Gojo skin. The ice spice concert <laughs> sucked. Uh, you know, whatever, man, they nerfed, they nerfed the fish stick gun. 
<laughs> you know, surprisingly a lot. I mean, either either you know a lot or you're just making it up and it still sounds like so, something that's in Fortnite. <laughs> I know Gojo. Like, they did do Jujutsu Kaisen, like, whatever stuff in there. Like, I know that's 100% true. I know fish stick is a character. I don't know if there is a fish stick gun or whatever, and it would not surprise me at all if there was an Ice Spice concert in there. Like that could a hundred percent be true, but I did just pull that out of my ass. Oh man, I also have to give you credit tonight, dude. Your transitions are on point. Like you are like on fire, bro. Like just Thank you. can't stop you know, them. On fire like that engine that Zach got trapped under. T's and P's, guys, you know. <laughs> but. I also do like the fact that in the beginning when you said that you were going to bury him at the stadium, you said the 30-yard line. And, like, usually it's the 50 that you want to be buried under. It's, like, right in the middle of the field. And I was going to make some kind of remark about, oh, well, like, he wants to be buried on the 30 because he knows the Raiders are never going to make it down that far. <laughs> Oof. And, you know, you I know and <laughs> I chalk that up to... You know, I'm a sports ball guy, and I know you guys unfortunately didn't get the full, you got the abridged version of the podcast last week, you know, due to the G6 crash, but, you know, I I spent, apparently, I found out today that the Diamondbacks lost the World Series, so <laughs> I was not aware of that, but I heard on Halloween we got our asses handed to us, apparently, so... Uh, I found that out today, by the way. <laughs> That's I, awesome. I asked Megan if the World Series was still going on, and she's like, I think it's over, and we lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, how I get God. my sports information. Oh, that's so uh, good. That's so good. Um, dude, <laughs> but speaking of Juju Kaisen, man, we don't have trailer trash. We're zooming on by the trailer park. We're, we'll visit our friend down the road. But let me tell you what time it is. Because I'm looking at the hour, and it's anime hour. Yeah, boy. I'll tell you right now. New episode of Juju Kaisen dropped this week. I hit my boy up on the horn, Shannon. I know he hadn't been keeping up with it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Shannon, honey, baby doll, put (laughs) the fucking kid to bed. Kiss the wife goodnight. (laughs) Go fucking catch up on Juju Kaisen, bro. Because this shit has been insane. Week after week, I keep telling myself, it's awesome. What the fuck is going on? And each week, it just seems to outdo itself with the fights. Mm-hmm. The fights, uh, I did. So this is what happened. I, <laughs> I text message Justin back. I said, look, I'm three episodes back, but I'm going to dig my heels in. I'm going to stay up a little bit late. And I'm going to watch all of them. And he was like, you go, boy. And I said, yep. And so I started watching from where I was at until, until, until the, the most current episode. I will tell you. The battles are amazing. Uh, the the battle with the the guy who had the blood uh, energy, like the blood, um, what is it? The ability with the blood. Yeah, the third like, brother or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but yeah, the dude with the yeah. line across his face that shoots yeah. blood missiles. Yeah, that was a great battle. Uh, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty evenly matched, and like it was. Like, towards the end, it was pretty visceral. Like, I mean, it was just, like, a knockout, drag-out fight. I was very impressed. Uh, that being said, uh, so the, 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 the where we're at right now, I think it's great. But, like, you know, <clears throat> this dude that we're, we've been worried about for, like, you know, two seasons now and through a movie, like, basically we're worried that, our main character is going to eat all the fingers. He's going to get too powerful, and uh, they're not going to be able to stop him. They fed this dude 
freaking 15 fingers in this short chunk of time. You know what? I get it. Like, you know, you don't want to drag out, like, you don't want to drag out him eating the fingers over, like, however many seasons, right? Like, you just want to get to the crux of the problem. I get that. But, like, dude, it just seems like they went from, like, just discovering that this guy can be, like, a like a a vessel for this guy and like training him to be like this protector to like just smashing fingers in his face. And like, you know, now we have the Saturo uh, or Sakuna, right? Yes. That's his name. So we have Sakuna now who is like taking control over our, our boy's body. And he straight up just like murders like the first three people that he sees. Like, I mean, it's not even close. Like he just like flicks a finger and they're dead. And I was like, bro, I was like, this dude's so OP. Like, th- there's no, like, sorcerer that's going to be able to bring him down. There's no domain expansion. There's no veils. There's no. There's nothing that's going to mess with this dude. Like, he's just going to mess people up now. Um, also, like, the payoff getting there, like, the volcano dude, like, he's, like, fighting against, like, four S-class, like, sorcerers, and he torches them. Like, torches them. <laughs> Like, they're just, I mean, you don't see their bodies, so we don't know if they're dead, but, like, one dude we know for sure is a crispy critter, right? Yeah, the the dude who lost his arm, who does the, like, 60, drops his, like, shit from 60 to 30 FPS or whatever and sits behind <laughs> people. Yeah, they showed him as a, uh, like, double-battered chicken tender at the end of that, <laughs> so we know he's gone, but I'm convinced because the other two are bigger characters, like they're not just gonna go out in some off-screen whatever bullshit. Like, no, they if they are gonna die a death, they're gonna die like a hero's death, and you're gonna fucking see it. You're not gonna see it as just some one and done off-screen type thing. I don't know, dude. Like the the Mecco guy. Like, I mean, he's dead. He's dead, dead. Like, you know, you didn't see him die. You just kind of like, you know, they, they were like, well, did he die? Did he not die? We know this dude's dead, right? Because he was basically like, look, this is my energy. That's like, this isn't even me. Like, I have enough energy left to get you guys where you need to go. And then like, I'm done. True. And like, he got he got shot up by the, the blood dude. That is true. But I also don't kind of place him in the same category as blonde guy. Like, he's kind of like a C-list character among <laughs> everyone else. Like, we only ever really saw him even like a little bit in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, no, dude, the, the fights have been insane. Like you said, the bathroom fight was amazing. Dude, seeing, uh, uh, the one dude's dad, Tanjiro, mm-hmm. whatever his fucking name is, dude, I was not expecting, that was the best part. So they were fighting S-class fish guy, and it was, like, two, we had two of the S-class, uh, not S-class, the tier one sorcerers, and then, like, the chick or whatever who's like working on becoming kind of tier one she's trying to get up to that next level or whatever and they were getting their asses handed to them by fish that guy and then uh god dude i'm so terrible with the fucking name black hair yeah black hair <laughs> kid came in and he was like i created a hole for us everyone's gonna escape and i'm like okay cool they're gonna like get out of his domain because that's the thing when you're in someone's domain yeah the a general ability of the domain it has like an overall like field ability or whatever but the general thing is it makes it so that if the domain's in full effect it will land a attack that cannot miss and it's a critical attack and so he was like challenging the domain with his own to break it essentially so that it wouldn't he couldn't do like 
a critical ultra land attack or whatever on them and created a hole for them to escape. And then his dad comes popping out of the hole and everyone's just like, uh, <laughs> and like no one knows who this guy is except for like the old dude, I think is the only mm-hmm. one who's like, uh, and they're like, who is this? He's like a ghost, man. This motherfucker's dead and has been <laughs> dead for like years. Uh, I don't even know how he's here. And they're like, uh, this guy doesn't even have spirit energy. Like, what is he going to do? And he wrecked house. He picked up the <laughs> weapon, bro, and he just went to town with his little, like, triple nunchuck thing. Yeah, not only did he go to town with that on, on that fish stick dude, but, like, he also went to town on that cursed weapon, right? Because, like, you, you know, you have this cursed weapon that you're using, and basically it's, like, it's supposed to have its own, like, aura and its own field of protective energy. And this dude is, like, sharpening the nut, the nunchucks down into, like, daggers so that he could stab this thing with it. And I was like, oh, snap, this dude's... Yeah. And then he yeah, broke cool. it, and, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, just started staking this dude in the face and the heart. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man, it got brutal. Yeah, it was, I mean, that whole battle was just brutal uh, in general. Like, I mean, like, what the minute he stepped in and everybody, and that's the thing, too, is, like, he was there fighting that guy, and then all the other sorcerers were like, uh, is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? And the old guy was like... Uh, he's just here to fight the strongest person in the room. Like it's it's not good or bad. If you're like strong, he's gonna fight you. Yeah. Um, They're like, uh, so, yeah. I pray that he's helping us right now. <laughs> but afterwards, uh, I do not want to fight him. Yeah. If that dude dies, like one of us is next. So like, <laughs> keep, get, stay away from him. Uh, he's kicking the crap out of that guy right now. But let's you know get ready to run when it's our chance. Dude, but yeah, I love that we finally got to see Sukuna and the fact that he is super powerful. And I will tell you, there is only one person who can fight Sukuna and fought them in season one, and that is Gojo. And that is why they need to get his ass out of the prison realm because he's the only motherfucker that even can last two seconds with fucking Sukuna. But that's the thing now is like where okay so this follows uh, like a, a manga right like a yes. like a comic book right how so. So, my question is, where do they go from here, right? Because that is that manga done? Is it, it is, like, done, done? It is not done, but it is in, like, the final arc type thing. Uh, okay. I, I will tell you, because I have seen, I haven't read it all the way up, but I know what is currently going on in it, and the, like, big fight with Sukuna is happening right now in the manga. Okay. Like, they are fighting against him. Mm, interesting so um you know i, I mean uh, that's fine it gives me hope that this series is going to last a little longer but i'm wondering how they're going to make that pivot of like who's you know is it just going to be sakuna in this guy's body for like the the rest of the series or is there going to be like a barter that's made or is there there's some like you know mumbo is like gojo going to seal him away inside this dude's body again like is oh. he going to basically punch all the fingers out of them <laughs> i was like i know some stuff and i don't want to spoil it for you but it's okay. gonna go some places i will tell you that mm, okay. uh but um it's i just love how strong he is and how like they've really driven how strong gojo is himself like the fact that like volcano dude bodied four people and it's like in season one gojo wasn't even trying and was just dunking on this dude like as a joke <laughs> And then, you know, the fact that uh, Sukuna, like, dude, when they bowed, where he's, like, hands, and he, like, did the slice, and it sliced the top of Volcano Dude, and he's like, you only bowed on one knee? 
like pathetic <laughs> yeah. and whatever. And the chick like asked him to go kill uh, the little scarhead guy. And he's like, you gave me one finger and you think I'm doing anything for you? And just like immediately butchered the two of them. And I knew as soon as I saw him, like, oh, hey, two characters I don't know. They're dead. (laughs) It's either characters you don't know or it's like, oh, this like C-class character that we didn't know. and We're getting a ton of backstory on now. Like Mechamaru, like when season two opened with Mechamaru, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's dead. (laughs) We're getting all this backstory on Mechamaru. He's not lasting, man. <laughs> no, see, that was a thing, too, because, like, I was about ready to text you because they did that, like, you see them, like, giving the finger to him, and then, like, they does, like, a little flashback where, like, they're sitting there next to the dude before he's got the scar yeah, on his head. brushing his hair and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, and they're brushing dead. his hair, and I was like, I was like, and I was, like, going to message you, I was like, who are these people? And then, like, not even, like, five minutes later, I was like, oh, well, I guess I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> I was like, they were just groupies, and it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, all in all, it's good. I just kind of feel like they're rushing through the anime. And it's just, like, I hate it because I love this series. And also, like, this series, this this season, I feel is a lot more technical with their abilities than, like, the first season. Like, the first season was like, yeah, there are these things that you can kind of, like, do that, you know, once you get to, like, a higher level and you've mastered your abilities, like, there's going to be, like, these, you know, domains that you can create or shadow domains or whatever. Like, and they're going to help you out. But, like, you don't see them in, like, the first season pretty much except for maybe, like, a handful of times, like, when you're dealing with, like, some um, bigger, like, monsters. But, like, for the most part, it was just kind of, like, there was a lot of character development and practice and battles and i liked it uh, i like the movie too this one it's like they're like oh yeah i remember those things that we hardly ever talked about in like the first season that like you maybe saw like a handful of times but they weren't really that big of an issue to get out of yeah like we're gonna stack like four on top of each other here and then we're gonna add some like pocket dimensions in there too and just really messy up so it's like f- like when the when the second a portion of the season started and they were actually doing like back in like the modern time like that for the first like two or three episodes i was like what is going on like i have no idea and so i just kind of like stuck with it just to kind of hope that things like cleared out later uh, and they did um you know it's making more sense now but like for a while there it was kind of like it was hard to grasp those concepts so i will say in terms of pacing it's like i like the fact that they're not um dragging it out forever uh, mm-hmm. part of the thing too is we kind of we do know that like in season one like they were collecting fingers so it's like they had mm-hmm. a buildup of fingers and they kind of explained like the fact that they were feeding him 10 at once they were explained the fact that because if they just feed him one at a time yuji or whatever his body that's not enough to make sakuna come out like his body can just reject sakuna but by giving him 10 at once it happened so fast that it bought like 10 minutes or whatever where his body can't catch up to the amount of like devil energy or whatever that they put into him so he has like 10 minutes or whatever freedom before he's gonna like windows update and kick sakuna back out (laughs) uh so i like that they explain that and then you're right though like it's real realistically though uh for like the domain expansions not everyone can do that and Mm -hmm. i think in all of like even where they're at in the manga in jujukai i think only like there's only like 12, I think, total that like exist. And, you know, I know, and part of it is like, you know, Gojo's is like one of the strongest. And it's like his, like his and like Sakuna are like the two that just like, no one's even going to bother because it just, their shit just overpowers theirs and just overtakes it. And it's never going to win. Um, and each of them, yeah, has their own rules or whatever to it 
like the Gojo's is the timeless or whatever, where you're just kind of like frozen in space. The hand dude or whatever. I thought his was cool when he did his, his first. And his wasn't even complete where it did like all the folding hands on each other. And it was like walls of hands and stuff where it like did the interlocking fingers and like grabbed you and stuff. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, there's the domain expansions and then there's the veils. And the veils is like what hides everything. And for the Shibuya incident, there's like six different veils, like veils within veils that are going on to like this like up to this keeps all the humans out and then this keeps sorcerers out and then this keeps like whatever and they're like one by one like from the outside trying to break down each of the veils to get into the subway and stuff because there's like all these walls blocking everyone um so but i know it's a lot and it's a lot of stuff that like wasn't you know, only a couple people, we only saw, like, maybe three domain expansions in season one, and, like, a couple veils, like, when they went to, like, the abandoned building or whatever, and then this one, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, yeah, we're taking those, and we're doing that, like, time six right now, and <laughs> you're also dealing with a lot stronger, like, we focused on a lot of, like, oh, you know, class, like, 1a and like 1b like whatever stuff but now we're dealing with like the tier one like s class people who like can do all this crazy shit and stuff that like you know we didn't get to see the chick with like the braided hair and her like weird little brother who's like infatuated with her like we didn't get to see her fight before and she fucking fights crazy where she's like will you die for me and like throws <laughs> the kid in like the coffin and stuff and then comes out with the giant axe and is just swinging away like her stuff was super cool yeah, those murder crows. Like, I want to mess with those. And then I'm excited. You actually, uh, you've been watching uh, Shangri-La Frontier, which is one mm -hmm. of the other new ones this season. That's the like Dark Souls style anime that I've been hyped on. Mm -hmm. It is funny because it uh, it reminds me of uh, was it Inosuke from uh, from Demon Hunter. Like, if like you made a standalone story, but like you made him a lot less aggro. But, like, in a lot more, like, level-headed, like, this is the character that he would be. Because, like, the dude is, like, really flamboyant and, like, over, like, uh, everything's over-exaggerated. But it is funny because he's, like, you know, he's talking about playing these garbage games. And he, they're, like, well, why don't you try playing, like, a triple-A game? Like, why don't you try <laughs> playing one of these big, big games? And he's, like, dude, whatever. He's, like, I guess I'll give it a try because there's nothing else to play right now. Like, I've beaten all these other garbage games. And, like, he gets in there and he's, like, wow. He's, like, everything feels so responsive. And, like, I can climb and I could do this. And, like, his attacks are, like, super crisp. Like, right off the bat, like, this dude's, like, murking, like, all these uh, overpowered, like, uh, like, bosses that are in, like, his little starter area. But, you know, it is funny. Like, you know, it's, like, he's got a little bird head. He's wearing, like, pants. And, like, basically... You know, he's just out there like murking fools and, you know, he gets to like the first village and like he realizes he can't go there because like there's a big old snake in the way. And like he gives, he's like, oh, uh, or no, he's, he he goes past the first village. Yeah, he uh, skips he's the like, starter town. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he's trying to get to the second town and there's like a big old snake in the way. And he's like, well, he's like, you're a couple levels higher than me, but I'm pretty sure I could take you on right now. So let's just see what I could do with like these base stats. And like, you know, I think that's pretty much where like the first episode ends. But, um, it's cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I think I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, it's super fun. I love the intro. The intro goes so hard. I watch it every mm -hmm. time. Uh, yeah, I like the fact that, you know, he's like the intro to the game. He's like, nope, skips the intro, skips the starting <laughs> town, invests all his stats and strength, and basically builds a glass cannon Dark Souls build where he's like, yeah, I don't really have shit for health, but I have like 73 in luck and like 56 in strength. 
and no magic, no whatever. Just got weapons, luck, and a prayer, no armor. Like, so I have max <laughs> stamina and just depend all on just technique. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, I think I'm just going to sell all my armor in the beginning. And he just, like, basically sells, like, all of his starter armor. <laughs> so he has money. And then, like, when he was talking about playing that garbage game and he was talking about the character that he had to uh, escort through the entire game. And he was yeah. like, oh, my God. He was like, at every chance, like, she she murders somebody and, like, you're supposed to cover it up. And, like, if you even nudge her once, you got to spend, like, three days apologizing and trying to get her back in good spirits. And he's like, hella funny because he's like, yeah, he's like, I beat that dude. But at the end of the game, you got, like, three minutes where you could just kick her face in. And, like, I cherished those three minutes. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, dude. The opening <laughs> of the first episode when he kicks her in the face and you just see the ripples of her face <laughs> as his, like, foot collides with her jaw. It was so good. I was like, what is happening? right now Uh, she's like the total like if you could like punch ashley in the face at the end of resident evil 4 (laughs) like everybody would yeah it was good i got i got a good couple good laughs out of it um i do like the the series no i'm I'm excited to see where it goes well i will say but you sir after i don't know how many years have finally seen the end of what anime that you've been watching so, I'm going to tell you right now, you said how many years, and I will tell you how many years because I uh, I looked it up. Today, uh-huh. Season 1 of Attack on Titan <laughs> premiered September 28th, 2013. It's been 10 oh, years. my God. It has been 10 years in the making, and it is finally done. Attack on Titan, final season, part 2. It's done. <laughs> 90 minutes long. Uh, the series, you know, it was, it was, I will admit, you know, got a little teary eyed, you know, at the very end, you know, normally it says to be continued and it just said the end, like it's over, like everybody's done. It's a definitive ending. Like we're not getting any more. We don't have to wait five more years for attack on Titan final season part three. And I'm going to tell you, I thought (laughs) it's conflicting. Like, you know, you're obviously not going to appease everybody. You know, a lot of people were mad at how long it took. Uh, I thought the ending was good. It's about what I expected. You know, a lot of people <laughs> die at the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know you said you didn't really care how spoilery I got uh, with it. So I'm just going to I'm gonna tell you. So at, in the finale, so Aaron gets the founding Titan power. And so he becomes like this Omega weird skeleton thing and activates what's called the rumbling where he can control all titans essentially and like a million fucking like colossal titans essentially come out of the walls of the city and all the rogue titans whatever he controls them all and he commits the rumbling which is where they just stomp across the earth killing everything and you know in the final season they did stop Eren, and you know while the rumbling was happening and him and like Armin, who's one of the other main characters, got to have this little chat, and he's like, you know, well, we we did stop you, you know, from doing the rumbling, and Aaron's like, you did, and he's like, but, he's like, I'm gonna tell you right now, I killed 85% of humanity. He's like, you did stop me, but, uh, like, (laughs) I still took out the majority of humanity with me before you stopped me, so, uh, I made you guys the heroes, and you know what ends up happening the girl who had a crush on Aaron was ultimately the one to kill him uh mm-hmm. 
Levi got brutally fucked up. I'm glad he's still alive. But dude, that man, the beast, the beast Titan in part one fucked him up. Like the beast Titan, like explode, like created like a bomb, whatever, and exploded right next to him. And like Levi's face is all scarred. He lost an eye. Like he was whatever he was fighting in part two, and his leg got like bit off. And whatever, so by the end, he's, like, missing an eye, and is all stitched together, and he's, like, in a wheelchair and stuff, like, all essentially retired. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, because once they killed Eren, like, all the the Titans, like, Titans don't exist anymore. Like, with Eren being the founding Titan, like, Titans are gone now. And, you know, because there was, like, this huge kind of, like, civil war between, like, the El- Elden whatever fucking people and then the people from Aaron's town and whatever and they kind of had to like put aside their differences to be like look we're all gonna die if we don't stop this so why are we fighting each other and killing each other when we're just gonna be killed by titans like we need to work together to try and stop this or we're all just gonna lose uh so they did end up stopping it and then it was like kind of sad like you know eventually like the one chick buried Aaron's like head or whatever at like the tree where he like constantly took naps or whatever and then she would like visit his grave and then like as the credits roll and stuff and it's like playing scenes it shows her like going to like visit his grave and stuff like throughout time and then like it shows her being buried and she's, like, dead, like, later on when she's, like, an old woman, whatever. And she's, like, dead. And it shows she's still wearing the red scarf that he gave her and whatever. And then it shows, like, humanity, essentially, like, gets, like, modern buildings, whatever. Like, society comes up. And then war happens. And, like, nukes and bombs are dropped. And, like, society gets leveled. And it was kind of, like, that's, like, the message of it. Where Aaron was, like, trying to kill humanity to prevent, like wars and like discrimination against his people but it was kind of like he can see the past present and future and he's like no matter what and that was his explanation for the rumbling is he didn't even really want to do it but he kind of had a doctor strange moment where he's like yeah i saw every future and every possible outcome and he's like and no matter what it always led to this and he's like so it's not even that i wanted to do this but i had to do it because it was always going to happen like, it was unpreventable. And hmm. he's like, no matter what, like, I try to save humanity, but humanity can never save itself because history is bound to re- always repeat itself. And I just want to be free from the endless chain. And so the credits roll, it shows, you know, cities go up, cities come down, whatever. And then at the end, it's a. Uh, like this very last of us looking world where it's like trees growing through buildings, whatever. And it shows this like kid and a dog kind of walking through the remains of society. And they come upon what was Aaron's grave. And there's like a hole in the tree, whatever. And like the dog goes in there and the kid kind of follows in and after him. And that's how it ends, which is also how it all began. Because that's like Mm. where the founding Titan was initially found. Whatever was in a tree like that. Whatever. So it's kind of like setting up the. Yeah we got rid of Titans. But now Titans are going to come back again. And it's like history is just going to repeat itself. Where it's (laughs) going to be a never ending power struggle. To just like turn Titans into weapons. Against like other humans and whatever. 
And so it, that's kind of like the depressing, like heartbreaking reality of it all is <laughs> it's just never ending. But I thought it was really good. Um, so good. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that I'm happy that after ten years you got closure. <laughs> yes, I'm happy that I don't have to wait anymore. There's no part three, and that it's just done, and we got a definitive ending for it. You know, because that's the worst too is when you get something <laughs> like that where you know it gets canceled or it does like whatever. And you never get that like other season of it. And you just kind of ends out in the open like that so it's always nice when you can like you know close the book put it back on the shelf and be done with it Mm -hmm. now do you think it was just they waited so long because they did they were struggling to come up with closure or they wanted to deviate from the the source material like and maybe do the anime differently or was it just you know just so what's weird is like i didn't read the manga but from what i understand like it ended basically the same like there's obviously like some stuff that got cut out or didn't quite make it or whatever but in general it it was pretty much verbatim like the manga uh i know i think the biggest problem was you know the the time gap between season one and season two was years like it was incredibly long and i don't know why it took so long for them like i don't know if i think it like maybe switched uh like studios and they had like issues with that but i feel like that was a lot of the reason why this also took so long was just because the time gap so season one came out september 28th 2013 uh season two did not come out until uh april of 2017 so it was like four it was four years between season one and season two so like most people like honestly forgot like a lot of what happened in season one and like did like a rewatch prior to season two starting so it's like it built up all this hype and then just disappeared off the face of the earth for four years and that's why you know four of the ten years wasn't even the anime airing it was just it not existing so that was part of the problem and then the fact that you know they got mappa to do it which mappa does one did one punch man juju kaisen mob uh hell's paradise like they do so many they're so popular now that like that's also why it took so long is because they're not just working on attack on titan like they're working on like 10 animes at once and that's what takes so long is having to have like the manpower and like distribute that amongst all these like other projects and stuff so it takes a lot of time to put in all that effort especially when it's like these last two episodes were an hour and a half long so it's like two you basically made two movies Mm -hmm. no it's impressive i mean it's good i mean you could tell that they were trying to finish up that series so i'm happy i'm happy for you but, but uh, yeah, but you had a, you know, that that was our anime hour. Uh, so, you know, let's talk about what we've been playing. Yeah, you know, so I've just, really this week, I've just been playing some Alan Wake. And man, dude, Alan Wake's been good. Like, I've been loving it. <laughs> it's been, I've been playing it at night. It's spooky. I'll tell you right now, dude, I haven't fully counted. But I want to say jump scare wise, I think I'm up to maybe about... 10 times mm. that i've been like jump scared i haven't like, really yelled 
but mm-hmm. there's been numerous times where we like grab myself like dude jesus christ like <laughs> there was one time where it was one of those like the transition from it like went to not like a cut scene like an in-game kind of cut scene to me actually playing and mm-hmm. i didn't realize that i was playing again <laughs> And just ended up dying, and that scared me because I was like, "Dude, what happened?" Like, holy shit! And I realized, like, "Oh, I need to move." Because there's like a point. So there's two different characters you play as, which I think I talked about last. You play a Saga, who's mm-hmm. the FBI agent, and then there's Alan. Um, each have their own chapters. Uh, for Saga, I'm on. I think she has ten chapters. Like she has ten total chapters, and Alan has nine. I'm on chapter five for Saga, so I'm about halfway through her story. And then mm-hmm. Alan, I'm on chapter four. So I'm about like a third of the way or whatever through his story. And you can switch off at any time. Uh, I got to, once you hit a certain point, I think once you get past chapter three, it opens up and then it's like, hey, dude, you can play this kind of in any order you want. If you just want to blow through all of Saga's story, and then go to Alan, you can. If you want to switch back and forth between chapters, between the two of them, go for it. Uh, so what I'm trying to do is I want to kind of do, like, play a chapter of Saga and then switch to Alan and switch kind of back and forth. Because mm-hmm. I I don't, like, they say that you can do that, like, beginning to end. But, like, story-wise, I don't know how that's going to affect it. And I don't want there to be, like, a Tears of the Kingdom type thing where you get all the dragon tears and it kind of just, like, ruins the entire rest of the story for the game i don't think it's mm-hmm. like that but i don't know and i don't want to ri- like with a story like this like a nintendo story i don't really give a shit about like they that's not the main focus <laughs> where this is a very story narrative driven style game i mm-hmm. don't want to be lost and be like just blowing through one character's storyline and then go back like four chapters and be like okay well what was going on during this time? i want them to kind of be even with each other to kind of know, like, okay, both of these are kind of going on at, like, roughly the same time. Um, but what's interesting is playing as Alan, his mechanic is, like, he creates plot points for the story. And mm-hmm. you can, like, on his little plot board, you can, like, interject new elements into it. And it changes the level. And he, like, types on his little keyboard. And he's, like oh, yeah, uh, there was this cult murder scene, da-da-da-da-da, and then that gets, like, interjected into the level, and it kind of, like, opens up certain sections of the level that, like, you weren't able to access before or whatever. It creates new paths, new things for you to explore and find and do whatever. And there was this one part where Ellen was trying to find uh, the, like, cultist hideout or whatever and, like, um, find out, like, where this, like, murder site was. And I found it, and it was like, as soon as I found it, it did the in-game cutscene thing, and all these, like, pages were flying everywhere, and it was like, Alan Wake! And then, like, came at the screen, and I didn't realize I had to run, and so <laughs> I just got, it, it fucking hit me like bricks, and then I died, and I was like, oh, dude, that was just like, it touched me, and I was dead. And so I was like, all right, when it reloaded, and then when it dies, though, like, scary, like, jump scare shit happens, like, it shows uh, Mr. Scratch, who looks like Alan, and his face is all kind of, like, 30 days a night, like, fucked up looking, and it's, like, right up in the camera, like, like that, (laughs) and I wasn't expecting that, and that scared me, and I was like, holy shit, like, what the fuck happened, dude, (laughs) and so when it reloaded, I'm like, okay, when we trigger this event, we have to turn around and run. And that's what I did. I'm like, we need to run and we need to go through all this shit and get the fuck away from whatever this thing is. And <laughs> so I didn't die that time. But uh, 
there's also some really funny moments in the game too there's these like live action commercials in the game there's six Hmm. of them and i found two of them so far and there's this like amusement park in the game called coffee world and as saw as saga you have to go explore it or whatever uh in chapter four and you're like walking around and there's this like tv ad for coffee world with these two dudes and they're just hilarious it's like a tim and eric sketch and they're just like riffing (laughs) off of each other and it's like yeah you know coffee world you know we got kids coffee and they're like it's like adult coffee but for kids and, like, the one dude's, like, <laughs> drinking it. It's like, hey, and we got Maury the Moose here. And you can come visit, take pictures with him. And, then like, the one dude comes up. He's like, dude, dude, he's like, dude, Maury died last week, man. Like, we, we can't be. He's like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, sorry. He's like, hey, uh, Maury's sick, kids. Like, uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to get it. He's going to be get real well soon. He's like, dude, we cannot say that he is dead, man. It is going to upset a lot of people right now. <laughs> and then, like, the one dude's, like, clearly drunk. And he's, like, all, like, wilting, like, whatever. He's, like, drinking, like his cup of coffee he's like hey man you drinking that good like coffee he's like yeah man it's it's coffee and he's like well he's like are you drinking coffee man and it's like the camera's like zooming. he's like yep it, it's totally coffee guys <laughs> I, i'm drinking it. it's a good cup of joe you know what i'm saying man uh so i love like those little moments and stuff like it's i sit down and like watch the full ad every time because it's so funny um but it, it's been a lot of like there there was also this boss fight that i had to do and even on story mode i was trying to like i don't know there's like these points of darkness that you had like shine the light on and bust it and there's these two dead dudes that like no matter if you kill them whatever they keep coming back but you have to like kill one to kind of buy you like seven seconds or whatever like dispel some of the spots of darkness before the next one shows up and i didn't realize that at first like i was just trying to avoid the dude and dispel the darkness and he was like sniping me and it got to the point after like the third spot that i did the game didn't like that i was doing that so the guy's (laughs) firing rate dude you would think this thing was like a revolver (laughs) sniper gun because there was no like break in i'm like okay i'm gonna try and get this bam 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 and i couldn't even like heal and i was just like okay the game obviously (laughs) does not want me to do this so then I tried, like, I took my shotgun out and, like, blasted him in the face and then realized that there was a gap of, like, seven seconds before the next guy shows up. And I'm like, okay, cool. This, now I'm supposed to kill this guy, and then that's my window to get two, two or three of these spots of darkness, then fight the next guy, and then run around and get, like, the next three and do that, like, three times until I got all the spots of darkness, and then now they can't come back anymore and then kill them for the final time or whatever. So I unfortunately used up like all my shotgun ammo doing that, but I have like a crossbow now, which is super like dope. Um, so that's fun. Get to like shoot them. I I've run out of batteries. So like normally you can use batteries, like shine your flashlight super bright to weaken enemies and do mm-hmm. whatever. So batteries have come like a, a resource that I would like more of and need to find. So it's taken like, you know, with my pistol, it takes a little bit longer. Like, instead of doing, like, two shots and they're dead, uh, it takes, like, maybe, like, three or four or whatever if I don't have my little flashlight. But what's nice is, like, headshots actually, like, matter. Like, you can, like, do, like, a one and done. Like, especially with the shotgun, man, you shoot someone in the face with a shotgun. They're not getting <laughs> back up, which I do enjoy. 
and I had like 16 rounds of shotgun ammo. So I was like, fuck yeah, like a wolf's coming at me. I was like, come here, boy. And they run like jump, bam, and they're they're dead. So I don't have to worry about three or four shots of anything. I'm like, yeah, you're not coming back when I you get up on me like that with my sawed off. Nice, nice. Sounds like you're enjoying it. Are there any more gripes? I mean, are you? I mean, you said the controls were kind of sluggish, but um, is there anything else that you're running into? Any bugs or anything? Um, I haven't really had any like bugs or anything like that. I've had a couple like, uh, like weird physics things. Not with like my character, just like you know, I killed like a cultist and like his weapon flew off and like into a fence and it was kind of clipping in the fence. It was doing like the where it's like jiggling around <laughs> everywhere in the fence like that was kind of funny but you know that was just like a one-off like random thing that happened like i haven't had any like weird instances of like going like pick something up or something and it, like not working or it like acting really weird or anything like overall it's been like i mean okay the only other thing is like sometimes with ladders like ladders get a little weird sometimes like when you're climbing a ladder if you like stop climbing like midway up a ladder it's like like there's been times where i'm like trying to like slowly you know check out like oh am i like climbing into something i shouldn't be like do i need to like be ready to go when i get up here or whatever so i'll climb up and then like stop and then instead of just you know sitting there hanging on the ladder like you would think would happen alan a couple times is like oh i'm climbing up and then he just kind of lets go of the ladder and he's like standing there <laughs> and then you're like slowly like descending down but i'm not like on the ladder anymore and i'm like dude what is happening right now like I'm, i didn't tell you to stop like i just wanted you to sit on the ladder for a second like you don't need to let go of it and like slowly descend down uh which that's happened a couple times but like that didn't like impede my gameplay in any way uh but i have been having a lot of fun it's been like my good nighttime like it's spooky nighttime game and like you know playing with headphones on with the ps5 like surround like uh whatever sound immersive sound whatever that does there's been times where it's like especially in alan wake there's a lot of like whispering shit that happens and the have it's like alan wake like and like i'll be sitting there playing and i'll like turn and like look i'm like is megan trying to talk to me or what like is this happening outside i'll have to like take the headphones off and i'm like dude what is like, is that the game? Is that, like, Megan trying to talk to me? Like, it's getting weird. It's scaring me. <laughs> That's awesome. A little Hellblade, uh, like, Yeah, yeah, sound. yeah. Very much like that. Like, it's spooky. Um, nice. What have you been playing, though? Well, uh, this week's, you know, been a, a little adjustment with work and everything like that. Uh, so I have gotten to play a little bit more of Spider-Man 2. Um, that game is harder than i think the first one was um it's a little bit more challenging um the craven hideouts are the ones that like i have the biggest uh complaint with um typically because uh they're on like well the one that i i struggled with the most this week uh was on a rooftop and there was a uh like a, a sniper perch like on top of the roof and there was a guy in there right so it was like the camera really struggled when i was getting into tight quarters, like being able to keep Spider-Man in frame while I was attacking things. Um, so I would say, you know, Spider-Man's a great game as far as traversal and the effects, the, you know, how everything looks, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's a small gripe, but like, man, those Craven missions, like if they're in tight quarters, they, uh, those characters are strong, like you're fighting against and they, 
kicked my teeth in about 13 times before I was able to actually like clear out that area. And the thing that sucks too is like you're fighting these people and then they're calling in reinforcements. And then when they call in reinforcements, like it's a helicopter that's got a chain gun on the front of it and a rocket launcher underneath it. And like the rock, it's, it's firing rockets at you. So if you're not paying attention to the thing, like you're trying to fight somebody else, you get hit with a rocket and then somebody comes in and hits you with like a powerful sword move. And like, you know, with the sword moves in this game, um, you either have to parry them or you have to be up in the air like when they hit. Otherwise, you're going to take a substantial amount of damage. Uh, so it's like I get hit with a rocket. I hit the ground. I get hit with a powerful move. And then like I don't have enough focus power to heal. So then it's like, okay, do I just run away and like, you know, just lick my wounds and just wait? Or do I just like try to muscle through this? And me being the, you know, hack and slash person I am I'm like no I was like digging my feet and just try to to keep going and of course you know that usually ends in tears for me so um you know it's just it's a challenge right now to 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 balance both characters um and use the skill points effectively to power them both up so that they're strong enough similar to what Zach was saying like a couple weeks ago um so I think that's you know that's my biggest struggle but um other than that I got back into Call of Duty Mobile this uh, week because <laughs> yeah. one of my friends wants to pl- uh, it, you know plays it. That's like what he plays. Um, so he was like, "Hey, he's like, uh, you know, I'd really like to play with somebody else. Other, you know, like join my clan. We're looking for people." And I was like, "That's fine. Like, if you want me to to play with you guys, I will." And I, I got into that, and their Halloween season was going on, like in, you know, in the last couple weeks. Um, so it's fun to to get back into that. Like you know, it's it's one of those things where. You know, you play with a controller, um, it's going to be a little bit easier for you than, you know, these poor saps that play on their phone and then don't have the controller. Like, you could totally tell when you're playing in a lobby with people that are just using their phones as the controller and somebody who's actually using a controller. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty funny because I got back in and they were like, you haven't played in like, a, you haven't played this game in two years. And I said, yeah, I know. Uh, like, sorry about that. And then they were like, okay, we'll try, like, let's just kind of throw you in. You have to start all over, like get your tiers and your rankings and everything. Like, we'll let you keep your level. Um, but like, we want to see where we have to, to rank you at. And I was like, okay. So I played my three matches and it's basically like, it starts you at veteran and then it's pro and then it's elite. And then it's godlike, I think is like the top one. And so like, I played my three matches and they put me, um, at tier four in elite so I'm like one step below like godlike in their in their like scale. So I was like, oh wow. So like I went in there and I was just like like the you know, I was like smashing people. Like I had like the first like two mission the first two maps I did, I got nukes like right off the bat. So I was like, oh wow, I was like, I'm just gonna mow these people down. Uh, and then like once I got into like the elite level, like I actually started to get against people that are like streamers and like people that like play this game on Twitch. And, uh, like, I started to, like, face some really stiff competition. So, you know, it's fun. It's it's more of the same. Like, there's a lot more maps um, on in it now. Like, it's actually a pretty substantial game on your phone. Uh, so much so that I had to actually, like, delete, like, some of my GoPro footage that I had on there. Like, I had to get rid of it just so I could <laughs> put the game on there. But, um, but yeah, I'm having fun with that. Like, it's, it's a good palate cleanser when I'm tired of Spider-Man kicking my teeth in. And, you know, Diablo's doing a freaking 63 gigabyte upload or like a patch download on my on my uh, steam deck so it's keeping me busy but that's it that's all i've been playing this week 
Dang. All right. All right. Sounds like you've uh, you know been getting back into the old Call of Duty mobile. <laughs> Dude, apparently you're you're almost god tier, so they <laughs> they're dropping. I mean, in. yeah. I mean, like I I use the uh, that PlayStation Backbone uh, that like basically straps into your phone, like around the side of your phone. I have no problems with it. Like it works great. Um, it's got its own app on the phone, which like you can you know customize. You could do some button mapping if you want. Um, but it shows like statistics of how long you played and like it keeps track of everything for you. And it really wants you to use your phone for, um, remote play with PlayStation. But I was just like, nah, I'm like, I'm cool off of that for now. But it's a good, it's a good little device and it's got like a pass through on it. So like if you're playing and you're, you know, you're running low on battery life, you can actually plug into the controller and continue to play. It's like, it's not like the cords and like some horrible like spot so it's it makes it hard for you to hold on to the controller it's just like plugged in right on the bottom of the side so it, like really doesn't even affect you that much when you're playing so it's cool it's fun i like it all right do, Shan, do you hear do you hear some sirens i do it's such a welcomed sound there's some bangers this week though there's some stuff to talk about huh dude like let me tell you what uh We've been watching some shows, and mm-hmm. I, I want to start since I know Shannon hasn't watched it yet, and I know I think Zach was watching it, but the finale for Jin V happened this week, and mm-hmm. I gotta say, overall, the show was really good. Like, if you're a fan of the boys, you're really gonna like it. Um, I initially, like, going into the finale, uh, prior to the finale, it was announced that it is confirmed it's getting a season two. That's cool. And that is cool. Initially, though, I was kind of like, I kind of wanted this to just be like a one and done story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, man, I don't really know. Like, I don't want them to drag it out, you know, like whatever. So I was kind of like, man, I don't know what they're going to, if they're going to like drag this on or like do whatever. Um, so I was kind of hesitant about it getting a second season. And then the finale happened. And now I'm like, dude, if season two was out right now, I would have watched it. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, the finale was great. Uh, I'll tell you what, it did not go in any direction for the finale that I was expecting. Uh, so it ends on a high note, and it get you are left with a very kind of like, what the fuck moment at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, in the post credit scene, a, a boy's character shows up. That is supposedly going to, I'm assume, be like some part of season two, which I am uh, very interested in. So I definitely recommend it. I think it was very funny. The characters were great. It was a good story. Uh, it has all the boys' humor. You've come to and gore that you've come to grow in love. <laughs> and uh, I do recommend. Like I would definitely watch. Like. If you haven't seen The Boys, I feel like you definitely want to watch like up through because it takes place after season three of The Boys, and they confirmed that season four of The Boys takes place like five days or something after the finale of Gen V. Uh, so it is like somewhat relevant. I don't know how relevant it's going to be to season four of The Boys, but like it's not like just a standalone thing. Like there are characters from The Boys engine v and stuff and you know some shit obviously happens that will 
affect, I am assuming, the world of The Boys, so I definitely recommend watching three seasons of The Boys, then Gen V, prior to season four. Now, I've seen some articles on Gen V uh, that have said that the season finale kind of restructures who the most powerful, like, soups are in, like, that boys' universe. And Homelander is no longer, like, the 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 top-tier, like, powerful character. Is there any clout to that? I mean, like, do you agree with that statement based off of what you saw in the, uh, in the season finale? Or, so series, it, or yes, season it, It's hard. Like, I still think Homelander is top-tier. Like, mm-hmm. he is incredibly strong. He is essentially, you know, Superman. But, like, there, there is someone in Gen V who has, like, Legion level, like, S-class, like, X-Men fucking... And that's, like, the best description. My friend Troy said this, like, the boys is essentially, like, fucked up uh, Justice League. <laughs> that is what mm-hmm. the boys is. Is like, oh, what if Justice League but fucked up? Gen V is, okay, but what if X-Men fucked up? And that is 100%. It's like teenagers like fucking and doing powers and making mistakes and going to uh, school with other soups and they're like, you know, developing like essentially viruses that kill soups and testing it on them in underground laboratories and people, you know, break out and cause fucking chaos and shit like that and the like ethics of you know doing this shit and whatever so it has like a lot of the like same kind of like i feel like story beats and stuff that you know x-men and stuff thrives on but yes there are some like a lot of the characters that are in gen v are incredibly powerful like and their powers are really good of course you know you have some of the like stupid people powers that you get to see and stuff like oh like i my powers i'm a whale and it's like <laughs> whatever or like i can do this but then you have like the blood chick like her ability's awesome like she can not only control her blood but other people's blood like she can like you know fucking she was fighting like an invisible dude at one point and couldn't see him but she can like sense his heartbeat and that's how she like finds him and stuff, and you know, she like was pulling all the blood from dead people's bodies and does like a fucking Kamehameha spike bomb wave of like everyone else's fucking blood and stuff. And so, there are some like really cool abilities in this. And you know, that was kind of like the premise of the school, though, too, was like to they had like the ranking system, they wanted to try and get like one of the top people a seat in the seven and stuff like that, you know, like their powers, you know, obviously, like. You know, the deep is literally just, like, shitty Aquaman. And it's like, yeah, like, their shit looks amazing compared to people like the deep. Or even, like, you know, Starlight's powers. Just, like, I make things bright and shoot beams or whatever. Like, her shit, like, looks hella weak compared to, like, some of these people. Dude, one of the people that escapes underground legitimately has, uh, what's his name? Todoraki or whatever from fucking My Hero, the melt your face guy when he touches like that dude has his power <laughs> and like as soon as he gets out like he's like runs up to some person and they're like all right he's like are you a superhuman and they were like no and he was like good and then just like puts his face like his hand on their face and just melts their face off with his hand and i was like oh, yes <laughs> like, but, <laughs> so yeah 
it's very good. And, you know, speaking of uh, superpower stuff, so, you know, Gen V ended. But where one book ends, another book begins. And Invincible Season 2 dropped the same day as the finale for Gen V. And let me tell you, that first episode was... Uh, <laughs> As soon as I got done watching it, like I went back into the Discord and you saw Zach comment about, man, I missed it. Invincible. Had that exact same feeling. Like as credits were rolling and they did the whole like where they say they're gonna say the name and then the title card comes up, I was like, Yes, I was like, I missed this show. <laughs> Dude, that show was so good. Like uh the first like five minutes I was like, What the heck is going on? Yeah, I was Excuse very me. lost. The first ten minutes <laughs> I was like, dude, did I, I was doing like the typical, like flipping through the book. Like, did I miss a chapter? Like what the hell's <laughs> happening? Right. And then, of course it makes sense later on. But I was like, dude, I'm like, I don't know what's going I'm here for it, but I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. Like it, it took a long time to get to that spot where you were just like, okay, uh, I get it now. Like, but like for the first, like, yeah, for, I would say almost for like the first quarter of the episode, I was like, I am lost. Like I, I might, maybe I need to go back and watch season one again to make sure I didn't like miss something. But, um, but yeah, it was like once they hit that, that corner and like you see what the whole like process is and what's actually happening. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm on board. And then it'll be interesting to see where this season goes now that, this situation has kind of been created and uh like i'm i it's funny though because like it's you know invincible comes in he's like i'm here to stop you and the guy's like don't stop me please don't stop me like this is for the betterment of like everybody right and he's like just leave me alone and like but like invincible's just like no nah, i'm just gonna like you got those blue guys blue guys like right there I'm i'm gonna mess them up and then, like, they come out of, like, every other dimension, and he's just getting his teeth kicked in. I was like, well, I was like, that's invincible right there. Like, just get outnumbered, but, like, you know, you, you can take a punch. And, like, you know, he's got teeth missing again, and his face is all swollen. <laughs> You're just like, that's the invincible I know. There we are. And then, uh, yeah, it's like uh, it, come, it, has a, it has a resolution. Uh, you know, the guy kind of feels like he's, he's like, I don't want – I don't want blood on my hands. Basically, he said. He said in the beginning, he's like, "I'm a pacifist. Like, I'm not gonna fight for this. Um, you know, if my future is gonna happen, it's gonna happen under my rules." And he basically takes the helmet off mid, mid transfer, and basically blows up like the whole building, obliterates like all the clones and uh, and his other like selves in other dimensions. Um, and yeah, he becomes like a huge brain essentially, uh, which is gross. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's basically like hellbent now on destroying Invincible. Uh, so Justin, your thoughts, like, what do you think? Like, was it was, I mean, I mean, obviously you were happy that Invincible is back. Um, do you feel that this was a, a, a strong first episode? I mean, I thought it set the tone very well of kind of like explaining like the world and stuff that's kind of happened after the event of the end of season one. Like apparently you know, according to the public, they think just, like, Omni-Man died. Like, I don't think it's... At least that's what it's... I don't know if I missed that or not. Like, I know someone at the school thinks that, like, Omni-Man just, like, exploded or whatever and that he's <laughs> dead. But I don't think they think he's a villain. Like, I think they covered that up. Um, that he, like, wasn't a bad guy. Uh <laughs> I also kind of forgot, like, I had to look it up because when the dude 
what's his name um the immortal or whatever when he showed mm-hmm. up i was like how is this guy alive <laughs> like i'm like he died in the first episode of season one and then i had to look it up and i totally forgot that the two blue dudes put him back together mm-hmm. and fixed them i forgot that he was alive again and i was so lost when he showed up i had to, like pause it and i was like wait a minute i was like when did he come back like because i completely forgot about that storyline of like the robot dude hiring the breaking the blue dudes out and they like built him his human body or whatever and they like also fixed the immortal or whatever even though the whatever i forget the old guy's name or whatever like him and his like agency tried to fix him and couldn't and all they had to do was like reattach enough of his parts back together Mm -hmm. yeah and then like they put him back together and he gets a hole punched in him like (laughs) did in like the last battle again doesn't he like i mean he gets you basically he's back in the episode for like 10 seconds just to get his like uh his hole punched in his stomach but then yeah he comes back again here and then, like, I totally diff- forgot about, like, the uh, robotic dude, like, getting his, uh, like, a human body. Yeah, I, totally I forgot, forgot about all about that. And then we kind of was like, who the fuck is this? Like, I, was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just been so long since season one. I was like, god damn, I forgot, like, all of this. And then, same mm-hmm. thing, I didn't think Mark was with that chick anymore. I thought him and the chick broke up and he wanted to go mm-hmm. date Eve or whatever. So then when she was like, oh, I get to keep my whatever boyfriend, I was like, Dude, bitch, didn't he, like, break up with you? Like, weren't you, like, <laughs> mad at him and you broke up with him because you, like, didn't know that he was invincible and he kind of, you thought he was, like, flaking on you and, like, hitting on Eve or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. I was like, when did they get back <laughs> together? Like, I was so lost on, like, so many things. Yeah, I do think it's pretty funny, though, that it's, like, a month after, basically, like, all those events and, like, everybody's, just, and they're just like, yep, like, I guess we're going to try to go back to school now and... And, like, the mom's trying to go back to work. And, like, then that Russian chick, like, shows up. And I was like, I was like, who is this lady? Like, there are so many people that I just had to stop watching the episode to figure out, like, who these people were again. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It was like an Attack on Titan moment. You're like, what's going on? Who is this person? Why are they here? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, like, man. over here, like, digging through the wiki trying to figure out, like, what the <laughs> hell's going on and who these people are. Uh, yeah. But, no, I thought it was really good. I am a little sad that... Um, so, we are only getting, like, this. it's going to be eight episodes, but we're only getting four episodes this year. Like, we get, like, three more episodes in November, and then it just is gone until, I want to say, like, February or something is when it comes back. So, that is going to kind of suck, because I feel like they are going to kind of leave us on, like, a cliffhanger type thing, and then we're going to have to wait months for uh, the other half of season two, but... I'm hoping it's, uh, you know, I hope it's good. It seems like it's more of just Invincible, and, you know, I'm here for it. I'm just going to call you the man who waits, because, like, you wait, you waited for Attack on Titan, you wait for Invincible. Dude. And that's why, you, <laughs> you know, could do this, Justin. The, I have the patience of a saint, because I am used <laughs> to just waiting forever for, like, all my favorite shows. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so funny. Oh, man. Ugh. And speaking of waiting, bro, I have to say, I waited for Loki. Like, I waited to watch Loki too long. Like, both you and Zach have been talking about Loki and how great it is. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's that's cool and all. But, like, there's these other shows that are out here. Maybe I should just spend my time watching these. Because, like, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's like, it's going to fall apart just like every, you know, other Marvel, epi- like, series has. 
you know, maybe maybe this is now Loki's time to fail. Like they made it two seasons, that's good. You know, maybe I'll wait. But you know, with you know, uh, Ahsoka being done for my wife and I, I was like, let's let's just get into Loki. Let's just try it. Let you know, let's see what's going on. And God damn it, that first episode is so good it is so good like not i mean barely any action happens in that whole thing it is all plot it is all setup it is all conversation but god damn it you go in and you talk to ouroboros and like and loki goes back in time into the same spot and is talking to him in the past and then mobius is talking to him in the future and the conversation that loki has in the past is is affecting in real time the conversation that they're having with Mobius in the future. That whole thing is a masterclass on dialogue, timing, like uh, like atmosphere, like atmosphere, like everything that goes on in that like five minute sequence is impressive. And like I was giggling, I was laughing, I was like, I mean, I, I was clapping. Like that was just a great experience to see. Now I'm hooked. Now I'm like, dude, I gotta get to season five or episode five. I gotta get all the way through. Like however many seasons there are, I'm gonna, uh, you know, like we're gonna probably have some time tonight. Like my wife and I, I'm gonna try to watch two more episodes tonight. Like that's all I want to do. I just want to. I just want to watch Loki. Like is it is it still holding up for you? Like you're like towards the tail end of the season. How is it now? Correct. So there's only one episode left of the season, so it ends next week. So I will say, like, yes, the dude, the first like two episodes, I would say I'm like sitting there, like, you know, dude, like it is like some of the best acting. Like there's emotional moments happening. I'm like, dude, this is like I feel like the deepest a like Marvel show has like been and like impressive and like the dial like we have like you know Tom Hiddleston like is great and him and Mobius the dial the dialogue between the two of them is fantastic uh you know of course like uh eventually you know we get into you know we get to see he who remains again and uh Jonathan Majors or whatever like he's a great actor like you know he always is like such a character and stuff on screen so it's definitely like I think one of the most like well acted of the Marvel shows, even better than some of the movies and stuff in terms of just like quality acting. I will say, like, this happens with every single Marvel show. Where I watched season episode five this week, I watched it, and then when I got to the end, I like sat there, and it's like, I can't believe there's one episode left. I feel like I say hmm. that all the time. For like mm-hmm. almost all the Marvel shows, is it's just like I. It's not that like I feel like they're rushing it per se, but it's like I'm. They're obviously gonna have to like wrap it up, and it's like I don't think I, they haven't said we're getting a season three. They're not where so I'm like I don't know what they're you know doing to like in this, but I'm just kind of like man like, I don't want them to rush it like whatever. But it's been overall, I think it's been really good. There's like some gripes I have with certain things and really a lot of it I feel like just boils down to the fact that Marvel's so fucking weird like you know we had the (laughs) Netflix shows that Mm -hmm. like weren't connected to anything it was their own Mm -hmm. thing like one and done Mm -hmm. type thing their own universe they loosely referenced events to the movies like whatever and it's like it was its own thing and then we have, like, now the MCU shows that's like, okay, yes, this show, shit is, like, directly in the same universe. Like, it's affecting stuff. But at the same time, 
it seems like they don't want the stuff from the shows to actually interact with the movies at all. Like, the closest thing was, like, WandaVision or whatever, where it's like, okay, yeah, I guess we got to see Scarlet Witch kind of go bad, and it's like, but you didn't have to watch that to go into Multiverse of Madness to know what was happening. It Mm would have helped a little bit in understanding, like, how we got here type thing, but you didn't have to. And I feel like that's part of the problem is they don't want to tread those waters of, oh, hey, before you go see this movie, you need to watch this season of whatever. And they don't want that, but at the same time, it's like, then why have it in the same universe? Like, like why? Like, it feels like the stakes for these movies are non or for the shows are, like, non-existent because, it like, it doesn't affect the movies at all. Like, it gets wrapped up or it's just, like, never referenced again. And it's, like, one of those things where I want the higher stakes. Like, I want something crazy to happen and that's kind of like you know what happened with wanda everyone's like oh mephesto's coming like fucking we're gonna see like doom or something like at the end like we were gonna see something crazy but it's like you don't get anything crazy out of the like nothing crazy happens in the finale of like any fucking marvel show except for like hulk getting a kid which just came out of, like left field and it's like we're <laughs> never probably gonna get to see any resolution with that or anything and it's mm-hmm. just like I want them to though. Like, what's the point of having this connected universe if you're not fully utilizing it in these shows? Like, cool, Camilla's gonna be in the Marvels or whatever. But it's like mm-hmm. you don't have to watch Miss Marvel to fucking like. Yeah, again, it would help, whatever. But they'll give you like the hi, my name's Camilla and I'm 17. Well, they're gonna give you the five minute fucking spiel with her <laughs> and then just run with it, and it's not gonna fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's one of those things like. A lot of what I feel like this season is, is them either undoing or like going against what season one of the show was. And that's kind of the messaging is kind of confusing in -hmm. that. Like, you know, season one was, okay, like we need to protect the the sacred timeline. We got to protect the timeline. Like these branches, fuck them. Like you got to purge them. We don't need them. Protect the main timeline. Other timelines, bad good timeline and then you know they get to the end they kill he who remains it lets loose all the branches whatever it's bad like and then it's like okay like now all hell's broken loose like what's gonna happen it's crazy and then now this season starts and it's like okay well now the branches are going out of control like the loom was not built to fucking handle all these extra branches so shit's like fucking up now and we gotta fix the loom and that's kind of what I feel like the focus of this season has been. Like, the entire season has been, like, how do, what do we need to do to fix the loom? And, like, restore, prevent the TVA from fucking imploding. And that's, like, been the thing? Where it's, like, mm-hmm. at the end of season one, they were like, oh, you know, he who remains. Like, Kang is coming. Like, shit, like, they, like... Seems like they were building up, and I don't know if it's because of the shit with Jonathan Majors. I don't know if it's because they, like, want to pivot because, like, oh, Ant-Man didn't do well. Like, whatever, we want to pivot away from Kang. But it seems like that messaging, like, He Who Remains is barely in this season. I'll tell you that right now. Like, the shit with Jonathan Majors, like, none of that shit seems to matter. It's all about (laughs) the loom and fixing shit. And, like, Sylvie's character is also kind of weird. This, like, she's very fish floppy about like her resolve like the hills she's willing to die on make no sense to me about 
like her investments like obviously she doesn't give a shit about the tva and mm-hmm. we knew that going into season one she wanted to kill he who remains and Brin slayer and like whatever and that was like her motivation but she's so like like fuck you fuck the tva fuck the timelines i'm not doing that like piss off i'm gonna do what i want and then she's like all right like now this shit happened so now i'm gonna help you guys and do whatever and then like the next day she's like yeah but you know what fuck the tva again like it can like let it explode like what's the problem if the tva explodes like doesn't matter to me like let it die and then it's like, oh, but if the TVA is gone, then every other branch of everything's like, it's gone, whatever. And she's like, okay, well, now that's affecting me, so that's a bad thing. So now I'm going to help you guys figure And it's just like, dude, pick a fucking lane, lady. Like, either you're helping Loki do this shit, or you're just totally against it. But it's just like, her reasons for helping, it's like, she plays like the, no, I'm not doing that. And then, like, when it's like, the 11th hour and all hell's broke loose all of a sudden it's like so like two episodes when loki was begging for my help i kind of see why now and it's like yeah you stupid bitch like because everything's <laughs> falling apart because like the tva is about to fucking loki's been trying to tell you this for three episodes and now you give a shit like dude eat a dick so <laughs> that's like been my gripe is just like it seems like but Ouroboros, or ob Ouroboros mm-hmm. has been great and I like him. I I wish, like, I'm hoping, and that's why I'm kind of hoping, like, maybe, like, they'll kind of bring the he who remains thing kind of back together in the last episode or something. Like, it seems like such a waste to, like, not, they, like, kind of built this up and then aren't really doing anything with it. And it's just kind of been more about the loom and, like, the TVA and stuff. But, you know, it is kind of, you know, cool. We get to see more of, like, Mobius's past in this last week's episode, we get to see his original timeline and where he came from and stuff, which is cool. And for, we get to see it for all of them. Like, OB, whatever, all of them, we get to see where they came from. And some mm-hmm. of them come from pretty interesting, like... And that's kind of <laughs> the thing, though, too, is, like, some of them come from, like, interesting, like, uh, like whatever, like, their situations, like, what they were doing prior to the TVA. Like, they have interesting lives or whatever. Part of me is kind of, like, it's weird to me that they're all from Earth. Like... Like, I wish, like, some of them, like, you know, were from, like, you know, we've seen in Guardians, like, human-looking people who live on, like, what, like, show me some, like, weird fucking planets and shit, and, like, what, why does everyone have to come from, like, Chicago in the fucking 70s or whatever, and, like, you know, come from Earth, and my one friend brought it up, the fact that, like, Mobius's timeline is from 2022, so his timeline was from a year ago, and, you know, he didn't, like you know obvious like whatever when does whatever like he he doesn't know who loki is and my one Mm -hmm. friend was like dude wouldn't he recognize loki as like a terrorist who like tried to (laughs) hijack new york and like whatever like he's from 2022 so it's like all the events of like avengers and like whatever happened like loki's like probably like one of the you know shields most wanted like you know fucking shit and he just apparently doesn't know who he is or whatever and it's like a lot of the other people come from like shit prior to avengers one so it's like okay i get that and it's like yeah that's kind of weird like maybe he's in like podunk bfe whatever and doesn't keep up on the news and it's like does not give a shit about what happens in new york uh type thing or the government covered it up or something you know like they love doing so i was like i'm not hitting it for that 
but I'm, I'm just really hoping they kind of pull it together uh, and it actually kind of ends on a high note. Um, that's going to be kind of the big make or break for me is kind of like, it seems like they're deviating away from Kang. I've seen on Twitter and stuff like they've been talking about, like basically straight up abandoning Kang and switching to Doom. And I'm like, mm-hmm. do not do that. <laughs> I'm like, Doom is not a second option. Like, mm-hmm. it is not the fallback plan, man. You plan and think, if I get Doom butchered for the third time in my life, <laughs> that will break me. I'm like, you cannot do that to me. Like, And they're trying to be like, oh, well, we want to go back to Avengers, like, one, basically, with, like, we want Tony Stark back, and we want Black mm-hmm. Widow back. We want, like, that core group of Avengers, because apparently no one gives a shit about any of these new characters we have as Avengers, which, <laughs> why would they? Because no one's worked together. Oh man, what's Shang Chi been doing? Yeah, I don't know because he fucked off at the end of his own movie, and we've <laughs> never seen him again. Oh well, you know we got the sister Black Panther. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Thor's a dad now. He's doing something with his fucking daughter. Uh, I don't Hulk's MIA and whatever. Like, no one gives a fuck about Smart Hulk anymore. They just want Rage Hulk back. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got. Falcon, who's Captain America, which, cool, I guess, should have been Bucky, but whatever, like, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I don't care, it's like, oh, well, we're doing Thunderbolts, and we're doing, like, you know, Secret Invasion, like, had, like, a weak-ass, like, cool CGI fight, whatever, like, the scrolls leave, and, like, nothing matters anymore, um, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I guess War Machine, since, like, Iron Man 2 was a scroll, and it's like, okay, like, that's fucking weird, but whatever, uh, so it's just like I want them to do something that matters, and it's like I actually once you're caught up on Loki, I have a theory on how they'll, they'll never do this. I know they won't, but I have a theory on how they could potentially end Loki and get core Avengers back, uh, which I think you know could work. Whatever if they wanted to go back that way, like whatever. I have an interesting theory on how they could pull that off without being like here's a prequel movie or being like a hey, well, we gathered all the Dragon Balls again and brought everyone back. Like, instead of doing, like, the shitty tropes like that, how they could pull that off. Uh, Yeah, I think think it's my my initial gut reaction after seeing the first episode and them talking the way that they were. Like, the safety net for Marvel is that the branched timelines stay and they don't get pruned. And... And that way, if you try something and it doesn't work out, Marvel can just be like, that was in that timeline over there. And like, we're now in this timeline over here where this cool thing is going to happen. And we're just going to go in here for a little bit until you guys don't like this one. And then we're going to be like, hey, like, psych, here's like another dimension that we could just like do another one off movie. in." And if it's good, then we'll do more in this in this area. Um, And I think that's just kind of like their safety net right now. Yeah, and it's kind of like, I know people have kind of like complained about the rules with like the branch time and like whatever that it's like, they kind of just do whatever where it's like, you know, oh, you know, every, like every Kang appears to be Jonathan. Like there's no other actor that's playing Mm -hmm. Kang. It's like, they're all Kang. In every universe, it's all Kang. And every universe, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Benedict Cucumber is Doctor Strange. (laughs) And uh-huh. it's like, you know, but then it's like, oh, but, 
you know, Andrew Garfield and Toby are, are Spider-Man and some other, it's not all Tom Holland. Like they brought them back as Spider-Man, but it's like, you know, so they're different people, but they're still Spider-Man. And it's like, you know, if they don't pick Jonathan Cranston or whatever as uh, Mr. Fantastic, then it's like, we're going to have multiple, you know, Mr. Fantastics or whatever. And it's like, so the rules on like how these characters work and like different multiverses and timelines whatever it's kind of like they just kind of do whatever it seems like the whatever fits the boat at that time and they're like i just don't think too much about it guys like you're over (laughs) kevin feige's like guys like i know you're comic book nerds but you really need to just like settle down a little bit here all right it's not that big a deal he's like you guys liked me in the first you know the first 10 years of this whole production like just stick with me guys for a little bit longer please don't hate me he's like Look, I know he's like, guys, run out there, get some tickets for the Marvels. Like, it, he's like, dude, if we lose the Black Adam opening box office for the Marvels, I'm gonna kill myself <laughs> in my fucking New York condo. All right, <laughs> dude. Like, so that's the thing is like, what if they do find a way to tie it in? Because like, I like the Kang uh, storyline, and I don't think that Ant Man three should get as much shit as it does. Um, I thought it was a good, yeah. Is it heavy in the CGI? Yeah. But like, I think the Kang like battle at the end with Ant-Man was awesome. Um, and I think that, you know, Jonathan Majors is a good enough actor. Um, I don't agree with like the person he is outside, but I mean, like, I mean, people forget Robert Downey Jr. like used to do like a shit ton of drugs and like steal shit from people. Yeah, he was like a raging I mean, alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did some pretty shitty things too, and like we all kind of turned around. We're just like, all right, it's been enough time. Right, like, my look, man, he's Iron. He's my not my Iron Man. Yeah, dude. Like it's just you know, there's um, you know, it's it's an unfortunate circumstance. Um, you know, I think from what i've seen he's trying jonathan majors is trying to make some positive uh turns in his life uh and that's a great thing um but you know i mean these things have already been kind of in the can um and i think they need to i mean if you're gonna give ezra miller a chance to kind of <laughs> finish out his arc i mean you gotta you gotta turn around and go <laughs> give somebody else a chance right? you gotta play I mean... both sides of the coin i'm like bro if this dude can like <laughs> kidnap a 17 year old like get in multiple bar fights like punch a cop in the face like and the man <laughs> still has a contract with wb like some something's going on where jonathan major some girl comes out and says that she got hit by him and then retracts her statement and disney's gonna like shut him down it's like yeah i mean i don't know what's going on over here yeah it's just um Stick with it, guys. Like, don't half-ass a Doctor Doom storyline just so that we can get through this phase. Um, I mean, let let the timeline, (laughs) let this branch timeline be your, like, saving grace and, like, hit the reset button if you want and start over. But do it with a new group of people. You know, do it with people we care about. Well, you know. And I think that's part of the problem is, like, this multiverse stuff, like has not been hitting as hard as I think as Marvel uh, anticipate. And that's part of the problem too, is I think like, you know, I love Multiverse of Madness, but I feel like a lot of people had like these, like all the fan, like crazy ideas of like, oh dude, dude we're going to see like the OG, like Fox Fantastic Four, man. And then Mephesto's going to come out and blow his load everywhere. It's going to be insane. <laughs> it's going to be wild, man. Dude, they could do anything. The possibilities are endless with all these multiverses and whatever. And it's been like the most vanilla tame like 
multiverse shit. And it's like, okay, you're like doing the bare minimum. And it's like, it's not exciting people. And that's what's like drawing. People are just kind of like, okay, well, I'm de- like, this isn't even cool. Like, and mm-hmm. then, you know, they're like, Marvel's sitting there. Like, are we out of touch? Like, is the multiverse lame? And it's like, no, it's the, the consumer just doesn't get it. We need to double down <laughs> on this. Like, we're going to make them love the multiverse. And that's what we're doing, baby. Like, phase five, six, seven, multiverse shit. You're going to love it. And they just haven't been. And then now that, you know, shareholders are losing money, they're kind of like, all right, look, how do we pivot out of all this multiverse? Like, Wanda, like, we thought people loved Wanda. Like, she did great in the numbers in WandaVision. The Agatha Harkness, whatever, dude, we're giving her her own show. It's going to be dope. And they're like, dude, we need to get rid of this shit. Like, we already are in pre- <laughs> We're, like, three million in on this show, and now we got to pump it out sometime, like, because we already doubled down on it. Like, I looked at the list recently because uh, I was talking about, like, I was like, man, like, what other Marvel uh, TV shows um are coming out in the like you know woodworks down the line and stuff and man dude how how many shows do you think are like like preparing to come out that they're working on or whatever it's in pre-production or it's been announced that it's something that's happening like how many would you say in total or like just in the next year like in total how many of these shows like do you think uh are coming out mm-hmm. that they've been i'm gonna say i'm gonna say six uh-huh, let me see here. What if I told you 13? No! Yeah. So, oh yeah, we God. got Loki Season 2. Uh, apparently, we're getting What If Season 2 in late December. Uh, Echo, yep, we're still getting the Echo show. That's coming wow. in January of 2024. Uh, Agatha, The Darkhold Diaries is currently late 2024. And then the rest of these do not even have dates. They just say TBA. But we have Ironheart, Daredevil Born Again, Untitled Wakanda Series, Spider-Man Freshman Year, Spider-Man Sophomore Year, Marvel Zombies, Wonder Man, Untitled Nova Series, What If Season 3, and Vision Quest. Like... They have all the like, and who get like who's panhandling for Wonder Man? Like no one knows that. Like <laughs> untitled Nova series. Like I honestly think they should have already introduced Nova like in Guardians at some point. Like I don't know why we're yeah. doing this now in like 2024, 2025 bullshit. What if season three? Okay, like season two is not even out yet. Like season one was okay, but I'm like you're really like doubling down on this what if shit. Like uh, Wakanda series okay i guess like sure daredevil born again seems cool but it's like dude they've like they shot a bunch of shit for it and apparently like it was not great and like so they've been reshooting and refilming same with the blade the blade movie has like fallen to the wayside dude like (laughs) they've lost so much money on that like i'm gonna be surprised if that ever comes out like they've lost like four (laughs) directors i think they've shot like almost three different movies at this point and changed it like apparently they shot a version where there was three female leads and blade was kind of like a side character at one point and it's like dude what are you doing like why are you why are you doing this we got that marvel money we're gonna do whatever we want yeah uh yeah it's it's bro it's um yeah i 
I don't care about Spider-Man freshman year. I don't care about Spider-Man sophomore year. Like, dude, if you're just going to break it all out into individual years and it's going to be like this procedural kind of like episode, like, fuck you, dude. Like, just give me the movies. Well, and I don't need to see his day-to-day bullshit. But that's my whole thing is, A, like, yeah, you're like, just give us the movies. But the freshman, sophomore year, so it's going back in the past to mm-hmm. prior to a lot of the events of movies, whatever. And it's like... We don't even know if we're getting more Spider-Man movies. Like, what? Why do we care mm-hmm. about this prequel? Like, whatever fucking bullshit is going on right now. Like, what is this? Like, why are we getting this now? Like, are, are you just trying to like, oh shit, we only have Tom Holland on contract for like another year. We need to just film something with him before we lose him because we don't know if Sony's gonna double down on the contract with us. No, what it is is that's how they get the ex. That's how they get the next Spider-Man in, right? Because then they'll just cast whoever Spider-Man's gonna be for the TV show, and they'll be like, okay, if the TV show's great enough, we'll turn them over into the uh, into the movies. And now you have like this like well-worn actor that was already in the series that's now in the movies that everybody knows and loves, and that's where you're gonna go. And then Tom Holland gets to ride off into the sunset and do whatever he wants with Z- with uh, Zidania or whatever her name is, and that's fine. <laughs> Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> dude, whatever, bro. I'm not up on that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. It. No, dude, I'm not. But, you know, there are some things in there. I mean, like, I am interested in the Daredevil one. Like, the Daredevil and the Punisher. And, like, I want to see that succeed. I want to see that come back. Um, I think the Netflix series was good. Um, like, the first, uh, like, couple seasons of the Daredevil, I think, was pretty good. Um but yeah, it's you know, like those are like grittier properties I would like to see. You know, it's just that's just me. But thirteen, fuck that, right? Like you need to cut that in half. Well, especially since uh, you know, what was it? The Daredevil show supposedly like twenty four episodes or something like something mm-hmm. crazy. I don't know if like because of all the things, like dude, I'd start there. Like oh, they're grabbing production <laughs> yeah, issues. Sure. Like how about we make it thirteen episodes, maybe twelve? <laughs> like let's do a solid just. 12 episode whatever like man like that'll cut your costs in half right there Mm-hmm. i mean yeah or split the punisher and the daredevil into two different things maybe that's why it's so long is because they have two different stories that they're working on and just maybe shove or, or like shelve the uh the punisher one for now and just focus on the daredevil right like yeah if there's like you know hey like hey we're gonna get eight episodes of just lawyer abby mcbeal like court drama and then oh that was one of the other things that they said was like what was it i want to say that was one of the issues they had was they were like yeah we did all this filming whatever and like uh daredevil wasn't even daredevil until like episode three or four and i'm like there's your first problem i'm like we already saw him in fucking she hulk -Hulk. like we don't need Mm -hmm. another like it's like Five episodes for he gets the suit, man. Like I, I want episode one. Give me a hallway fight, like in the first five minutes of episode one, man. Like we can just go right in. We know who Matt Murdock is. Like I don't need the. My name's Barry Allen, and I'm the fastest man alive. Fucking bullshit intro again. Like no, I get it. Like just give me the thing, dude. What if they screw up that series so bad, and it's just basically like the first episode is him walk doing the walk of shame from She Hulk's place, and he's like. Let me break it down for you. <laughs> You're just like, no, dude, get out of here. This is too light. It's too bright. I don't want this. Daredevil's dark, moody, and broody. I don't need to see this guy walking <laughs> walking down the street in the sunshine thinking life is great. 
Yeah, I need him doing the sad Keanu eating a sandwich on a bench somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but well that was a good spoiler zone bro yeah that, we dude, that was a tangent. big in. you know thank you yeah. guys for you know sticking with us for that spoiler and we kind of went down a, a rabbit hole there appreciate you hold, <laughs> holding out and you know what you know shannon again you landed it super gentle last time i appreciate we can't lose any more hosts of the show so <laughs> land this bad boy as gentle as possible all right you know what guys uh, thank you for uh, for sticking with us for another episode. Um, I do like the fact that the spoilers aren't turned into like a Robbie's rant style, like uh, <laughs> Justin rant. Um, but yeah, um, if you like what you heard, uh, you know, solid audio all the way through this episode, these dulcet tones pulsating those eardrums of yours. Um, please subscribe to us on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Spotify or iTunes or whatever. Um, also, uh, you could follow us in the Discord group. Um, we have. Uh, ways to get in touch with us in the show notes uh so you know reach out touch someone uh appropriately and with consent um that being said uh justin uh if zach uh was to be was to crawl out of the flaming wreckage that is his plane oh actually i shouldn't say that he's bad because he's, he's flying back tomorrow bro we can't jinx that uh if he was to just be here right now with us telling us that he loves us and cares about us uh what do you think he would say <laughs> zach would say hey guys raider nation and also <laughs> go be great and then if robbie was here what do you think robbie would say robbie would say hey guys don't you think it's fun at Black Friday's getting a little earlier every year? I already went out and got myself a 75-inch 4K Ultra HD TV pinned on the wall next to the other four so I can watch college hockey. <laughs> college hockey. Oh, and Squattober's over. I uh, increased my overall squat rating by about 50%. I'm a human ant now. I'm an Ant-Man real life. If your taint ain't touching the ground when you're squatting, then you taint doing squats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, shit. You win. I can't, <laughs> I can't come back from that. <laughs>